fear the talking queers. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Oh, my gosh. We always kind of look at each other to see who's going to say it first. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to say it first? Who's going to say it first? Yeah. Um, It it was me this time. It's usually you. I know. (laughs) Hey, bitch. (laughs) How you doing? I'm doing well. It's, you know. Yeah. I'm just ready for this year to be over. So I'm like, let's just hurry up and get this shit over with. When thinking about, like, what to do today, um... I thought it'd be really fun, and I thought it would go along with our movie today if yeah. we played a little game. We I love yeah. when we play games. It's so fun. It's fun. It's fun to break up the conversation a little bit and just right. do a little game. I don't want to talk to your ass anymore. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, because at first I was like, what do we talk about? Like, our relationships? And Jake was like, been there, done that. <laughs> we do that. Oh, I literally was, like, editing an episode where we're talking about our man. And I'm like, we do it all the time. Like, I'm sure people are. I can talk about is their man. Yeah, these people are, they think that we, that's all we care about. I know. That's true. It, jo- and true. Joey's been featured on multiple episodes. Yeah, fun fact. I don't know if anybody knows this, but, um. The opening of Fear the Talking Queers is actually Frankie's husband saying Fear yeah. the Talking Queers. As he was laying in bed. <laughs> I'll record this real quick. <laughs> yeah, so he's featured in every episode. Every episode. So, yeah, we're over them. Let's talk yeah. about some new men. What are we going to do yeah. today? We're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. Better. Yes, the classic sleepover game. Oh my god, the children's classic. I used to play this in preschool. <laughs> oh my god, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I thought this would be really fun to play today, so why don't it's we just perfect. get into it? Yes, you shoot me with your round one for me. Okay, all right, so round one. There you go. All right, fuck, Mary kill. Ready? Okay. All right. Skeet Ulrich in Scream. Oh, bitch. James Marsden in Disturbing Behavior. Okay. Or Freddie Prince Jr. in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So I would marry Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, yeah, for sure. Off he top. cooks. Yes, bitch. He's a chef. He has a cookbook. And I would... Fuck the shit out of Ski Ulrich. <laughs> and I would kill James Marsden. He's just oh too pretty for me. He's too yeah, pretty for me. That's true. That's not really your type. You don't like pretty. Yeah, he's too pretty. Ski Ulrich is like bad boy, but not marriage material. At least for mm-hmm. Scream, you know. Right. And then Freddie Prince Jr., I mean, come on. Like, that's uh, that's a husband. Dreamy. That's oh, the for husband. sure. No, that is absolutely right. And he's Puerto Rican. So what would you have done for this round one? Oh God! Um, I probably would have. Um, hmm, this one's hard. I probably would have married James Marsden because uh, he could sing me to sleep with that beautiful voice. Okay. Um, I would probably uh, fuck pretty Freddie Prince Jr. and kill Skeet. Bye, bitch. Okay, let me give. <laughs> 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 okay, so let me do my round one that I picked for you. Okay. They're not from horror movies. They're just hot okay. guys that I know you like. Okay. So Chris Evans. Ooh. Henry Cavill. Cavill. Okay. <laughs> or Orville Peck. 
Ooh, oh, okay. I know. I was like, he's going to hate to kill one of these. Oh, this is going to be really hard. Okay. Uh, okay, I would... Oh, this one's tough. I would marry... I think I would marry Henry Cavill. Okay. Oh, hearing that, Hearing that sexy British accent every day. Ooh. That and then big, just that big old chest. Oh, and like that. Oh, mm. fuck. Oh, fuck Orville Peck because it's like, okay. it's a little mysterious. He's kind of like a mysterious, like cowboy. Right. And an artist. Yeah. And then I guess kill Chris Evans. I don't know. That one's tough. Wow. I well, know. Okay. I, I, I would have said I would have killed Orville Peck because okay. I don't have yeah. a connection with him yet. And right. then <laughs> I would have um, fucked Henry Cavill and married Chris Evans. Ooh, okay. Oh, God. It's just too I hard. like your choices. Yeah. Yeah, I, I stand by my choices. Yeah, you should, because that seems appropriate for you. I knew you'd <laughs> re- you were going to marry Henry. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, we can have tea and crumpets every day. <laughs> <laughs> so round two, you ready? Yeah. All right. Fuck, marry, kill. Flavor Flav. Ah! Brett Michaels. Ah! <laughs> Donald Trump. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you can do you. Bye, bitch. Screech screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, obviously, kill Donald Trump. Let's just off top. Yeah, okay, good, good, good. Okay. And then. <laughs> that leaves Flavor Flav and Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you did this on purpose. You did. <laughs> Um, I would marry Brett Michaels because oh, okay. he's, he's sentimental. And, I'm feeling extremely horny. And, you know, <laughs> sure. he can okay. be mushy and sweet. Uh, Flavor Flav, I, I would just fuck Flavor Flav. Why not? Now, I don't think you really feel me like that. I don't think you was feeling me like that for real. I'm going to keep it real, homegirl. Right now. He's a big clock. Yes, he does. He got a big old clock. Do you remember when he was having, he's like in the, um, the sweet or what is it the sweet or whatever with new york she's all oh she's all this shit is proper i'm like Ew. <laughs> yeah you yeah, see new york's my home girl so i'm like if she's having a good time i will too <laughs> if it's good enough for new york it's good enough for me <laughs> okay so are you ready for your next round yeah hit me okay i chose to do filmmakers okay so Ari Aster. Ooh, oh God, he's such a nerd. Okay. And uh, Eli Roth and Rob Zombie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> ooh, okay. I would probably marry Eli Roth because he's mm-hmm. go- he is gorgeous. He is. He's nuts though. That- well, actually, he's gorgeous. He's smart. We can have great conversation. I'm obsessed <laughs> with history of horror. Okay. Um, I would probably. <sighs> I would, I would probably fuck Rob Zombie, because <laughs> he's probably crazy, and um, I would kill Ari Aster. He's just, I love his work, but he's just so damn nerdy. Yeah, he is. I, I would have, um, not nerdy, but you know. I think I would have done the same thing, but actually, um, I wrote down that I would kill Ari Aster, fuck Eli Roth because he's gorgeous, and then Ugh. marry Rob Zombie because. Him and Sherry Moon have been together for so long. He's probably Ooh, that a great is, husband. That is true. You know, I didn't think about that. I would totally fuck Eli Roth. 
He's very uh, hot. Well, I think, you know, even burying them, that means that you're going to fuck them. But like, All right. Yeah, life. that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is like fucking plus it's a relationship. Win-win. Oh, yeah, totally. And one is like, you don't want the relationship. You just want the D. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't really. I mean, I do l- appreciate that Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon have been together forever. But you're gonna but stick I don't know. With your decisions. I, yeah, because I'd, I, yeah, I'd rather hang with Eli for, for a while <laughs> until oh, we divorce. To, I'm scared for my round three, but go ahead. All right, <laughs> <laughs> round three. Oh my god. Ready? Okay. Freddy Krueger. Oh, Leatherface. Okay. Or Chucky. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I would marry Leatherface because he's all about family. Oh, for sure, such a family <laughs> man. And I would. Oh, I would the family that Ch- eats together stays together. That's true. Yeah, and I would fuck Chucky and kill Freddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's Why? Anatomically correct. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, and he's made of rubber. Yeah, and you could just use them whenever. Yeah, totally. You don't want to get fingered by Freddy. You put the, <laughs> you, uh, 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 I don't want one of them blades at my booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> to make my shit bleed. Oh, my infection. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done? Um, I don't know. I think I'd probably right. I probably would marry Freddy because he's the man of my dreams. Oh, my God. When, so, so, so tell the listeners when your comedy show starts. Oh, my God. Tour. <laughs> yeah. Starts tonight, the 30th of November. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then I'd probably. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably fuck Chucky and then kill Leatherface. <laughs> yeah. That, he, he, know, looks like he, he looks like he smells bad. That so. was my other choice. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I'm I mean, thinking I it would think be like a smells. Debbie Fester situation. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Okay. I'm ready for the final round. Okay. So final round I picked is similar to the one you just did, but I chose real life serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Jeffrey Dahmer, okay. Ted Bundy, okay. or Charles Manson. Ooh, okay. Um, I probably would fuck Ted Bundy, marry Charles Manson, and kill Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. I answered that way too fast. Like, why did you I? You did. Why do I feel like I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> I've I've thought about this before. <laughs> You're like, I know exactly what I would do. Well, I don't know. There's know, something okay. about that, like that, like kind of crazy cult leader thing that's like really yes. intriguing to me. I'm like, ooh, yes. I would be I a Manson girl for sure. Exactly. And I honestly, I wrote down that I would marry Charles Manson. Yeah. Um, and that I would kill Ted Bundy because he's too egotistical. And um, I would fuck Jeffrey Dahmer just to see if I could survive the night. Oh my god, I, I would. I'd be worried that Jeffrey Dahmer would just try to fuck my. 
Damn. Have you guys ever heard anything more insensitive? <laughs> from from uh, on both ends of us, like me even choosing these monsters. Yeah, thank God only three people <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I do have to say that this is gonna go on the preview that we post on Instagram. Oh my God. <laughs> Hundreds of people will know how grotesque we can be. <laughs> yeah, why not? Hey, do you know what everybody else is on Instagram? We're actually pretty lighthearted fair, I would say, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh my god. So that brings us to our movie of the, the week. week. Or the month. The month oh, for Patreon. Yeah, the month, yeah, movie I forgot. Of the month. Yeah. The talking queers. Bride of Chucky. Yes. And we thought it was perfect because now we get to see who Chucky would marry. And it's Tiffany. Yes. Or Jennifer Tilly or Jennifer Tilly as Tiffany or Tiffany as Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> yeah. Do you know Tiffany has a last name? Her name, last name is Valentine. Yeah. Oh. When was that ever t- explained? Probably isn't in the sequels. Uh, I don't. I've never seen Seed or. I thought they mentioned it in this one. But maybe I was just common knowledge, so I just assumed. That oh, they... maybe. I don't know. Well, um, before we get into it, why don't we do a little synopsis? Sound good? Take it away. Or I will. Well, hello, Dolly. Bride of Chucky, written by Don Mancini and directed by Ronnie Yu. One month after the events of Child's Play 3, Tiffany Valentine played by Jennifer Tilly, a former lover and accomplice of serial killer Charles Lee Ray, played by Brad Dorif, bribes a police officer into giving her the dismembered Chucky doll from an evidence locker, and then murders him. Believing that Ray's soul still inhabits the doll, Tiffany crudely stitches Chucky back together and reenacts the voodoo ritual which had instilled Ray's soul inside the doll ten years ago. Though her incantations initially fail, Chucky unexpectedly comes alive and smothers Tiffany's goth admirer Damien, played by Alexis Arquette, to death with a pillow as Tiffany watches in excitement. Hoping to pick up where they left off, Tiffany presents Chucky with a diamond ring which he had left for her the night he was killed. Upon realizing that Tiffany believed the gift to be an engagement ring, Chucky explains that he stole it from one of his wealthier victims when he was a notorious human serial killer. Enraged and heartbroken, Tiffany punishes Chucky by locking him in a playpen. Later, she gives him a talking doll in a wedding dress to make fun of him. Chucky escapes the playpen and murders Tiffany by pushing a television set into her bathtub and electrocuting her. He then transports her soul into the bride doll. Chucky reveals his plan to Tiffany that they must retrieve a magical amulet that he was buried with in order to transfer their souls into the bodies of Tiffany's neighbor Jesse, played by Nick Stabile, and his girlfriend Jade, played by Katherine Heigl. Tiffany sends Jesse a message asking him to take the two dolls to Hackensack, New Jersey in exchange for money. Eager to elope with his girlfriend Jade and having been foiled in the past by her strict and possessive uncle, Chief Warren Kincaid, played by John Ritter, Jesse accepts the offer. Warren plants a bag of marijuana in Jesse's van to frame him. To stop him from sabotaging their plan, Chucky and Tiffany rig a trap which embeds several nails into Warren's face, then they hide his body. Jesse and Jade return and begin their trip. The two are then pulled over by Officer Norton, who searches Jesse's car and finds the marijuana. 
As he goes back to his patrol car to report it, Chucky sneaks over to the officer squad car, stuffs a wadded up shirt into the gas tank and lights it on fire, killing Norton in the process. Witnessing the explosion, Jesse and Jade flee the scene. They both begin to suspect that one of them might have caused the incident and begin to trust each other less, much to the amusement of Chucky and Tiffany. Despite their trust issues, Jesse and Jade get married. Warren, who is still alive, tries to get away, but Chucky and Tiffany kill him. While Jesse and Jade are at a hotel, a con artist couple steals Jesse's money. As the criminals make love in their room, Tiffany murders the con artist couple by throwing a champagne bottle to the mirror ceiling above the couple, and glass shards slice them to pieces and burst open the waterbed. An astonished Chucky grabs the ring from the disembodied finger and instantly proposes to Tiffany, and the dolls begin to have sex. The following morning, the hotel housekeeper, played by Kathy Najimi, goes to the room to clean only to find the couple's bodies all stabbed with glass, causing Jesse and Jay to drive away with their friend David, who knew about their plan to elope and about the recent murders. David reveals that Jesse and Jade are the main suspects for all of the deaths and concludes that they are both wrong. Upon realizing their misunderstanding, Jesse and Jade resolve their differences. Just as Jesse and Jade realize that they are innocent, David finds Warren's dead body in the trunk and confronts them. The dolls then come alive and hold them hostage with guns, forcing them to keep driving. David alerts a police officer and is instantly killed by an oncoming truck. Horrified, Jesse and Jade drive away with the dolls. Chucky and Tiffany reveal their plan to Jesse and Jade. They then direct Jesse to steal a mobile home to use a new vehicle to evade the police. Tiffany goes to bake cookies after opening the door to show the bodies of the elderly couple on the toilet in the bathroom. Chucky orders Tiffany to wash dishes, causing a fight between Tiffany and Chucky to ensue. Jade locks Tiffany into an oven while Jesse pushes Chucky out the window. Chucky shoots at Jesse, causing the mobile home to run off the road and into a ditch. Chucky forces Jade at gunpoint to take him to his gravesite, while Jesse takes the charred Tiffany to follow them. Chucky orders Jade to open the casket and take the amulet, which she does. Jesse then appears with Tiffany and they trade hostages, but Chucky throws a knife into Jesse's back and ties up the couple for the ritual. As Chucky begins the incantation, Tiffany kisses him as a distraction and stabs him in the back with his own knife, saying the two belong dead. Tiffany collapses after being stabbed in the heart. Jesse then knocks Chucky into his own grave with a shovel. A private investigator, Lieutenant Preston, arrives and witnesses the scene and holds them at gunpoint. But when he sees Chucky walking around in the grave, Jade grabs Lieutenant Preston's gun and shoots Chucky in the chest, killing him after revealing he'll be resurrected soon. After contacting the police about the truth, Lieutenant Preston sends the couple on their way home. As he inspects Tiffany's unconscious body, Tiffany springs awake and starts screaming, giving birth to a baby doll before finally dying. The baby doll then arises to attack Lieutenant Preston. Lieutenant Preston's fate is unknown as the screen cuts to black and the closing credits roll. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a great love story. This movie is romantic as hell i would say <laughs> <laughs> who else would go to such lengths to bring their lover back to life i know it's so romantic so romantic so romantic <laughs> <laughs> do you know what that's a reference to it's no, stupid like, you hate it it's a disney movie enchanted uh, it's Ina menzel uh, when she's like it's so romantic I'm like romantic oh. she's stupid <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> 
Who told her to say it like that? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bride of Chucky is the fourth installment to the Child's Play franchise. Yes. And it it has gone in a completely different direction. Yes. This is the the great invention of Chucky for the 90s. And not just the 90s, because Child's Play 3 came out in 1991. This is reinvention post-Scream. Right. This movie was for sure inspired I don't want to say it maybe inspired by Scream, but was sort of given the green light because of the success of Scream, just like we have said about a lot of movies. Yeah, exactly. And some people Bringing... try to some people try to fight us on on social media. Right. About... Come at me. Uh, I'll bring the receipts. <laughs> bring yours. <laughs> about, I'll bring mine. <laughs> the influence of Scream on pop culture and movies. I mean, and come on. Films. Because it was, you know, stalled, and then Scream came out, and then Universal basically told Don Mancini, um, we need a child's play that's the post-Scream meta horror, self-aware, super campy, you know. Yeah, right. Don Mancini says that, he says that Scream isn't really meta, but he thinks Bride of Chucky is because it's super stylized it's like hyper stylized it's very elaborate and it's not tethered to reality like scream is i'm like okay sure whatever right yeah that makes okay sure but i mean does that make it any more less meta than scream i don't know i don't i I feel like i feel like there are some really good meta moments in this movie um but i i wouldn't say it's like an overwhelming amount and i feel like there's more reference than there is um you know, being more than self-awareness, you know? Right. Yeah. It's more in your face. Like, it's, it's like, more like, uh, like I have, re- Chucky I've... exists in the world of Leatherface and um, sure, exactly. Jason and Freddie and Michael. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So they like acknowledge that these other films exist as opposed to, I mean, they have a few moments, um, some that I wrote down, you know, that like where they go out of their way to to bring up a trope or something like that that's now changed in the 90s yeah specifically like when tiffany uh is advising chucky about the use of the knife um that he's gonna use and she's like no she's like you need to you know this is the 90s you gotta switch it up you need to improvise which is then why he um uses a a different means to kill yeah um Chief Kincaid. Yeah. You know what's funny about that is that Chucky actually previous to this has never stabbed anybody. Oh, see, that's interesting. With a knife. Isn't that weird? He's only that ever stabbed weird. the voodoo doll of the voodoo priest in the first movie. But I he has actually he, never I, stabbed I think, anybody with a knife. I think he stabbed a teacher with a ruler once. I yeah, he that. uses other things. I think it's stabbed with a knife. Is Right. Is the so maybe so it was less of a re- like a, a critique. It's probably on more of a Chucky dig at and, scream or sure or just like yeah <laughs> these like generic slashers who use knives. All yeah, right, that's fair. With this reinvention of uh, the Child's Play franchise, some fans think that this is the best Child's Play, and others hate that they even felt they need to reinvent Chucky. Uh, but why? What's wrong with reinventing Chucky? We've done it with everything else. We might as well do it with Chucky and well, make what it was that? entertaining. I'm like, what were you th- like, when was Chucky ever genuinely scary? Unless you're like a kid. Right. Why I mean, I, I mean people, sca- pe- pe- people have like that weird phobia of dolls and stuff like that, which I'm like, I mean, okay. I guess. But I don't know. I always felt... I, I didn't, think this I is I never- a perfect 
segue into like a horror comedy like child's play is the perfect franchise for that yeah like give me a break this is about a little red-headed fucking doll who kills people (laughs) like at what point was this ever taken seriously I know, seriously. <laughs> like, give me a break. He's trapped in the doll because of a, a, voodoo, a voodoo spell. A voodoo spell. <laughs> like, come on. Bitch. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. And it completely derailed with Seed of Chucky. And now we're kind of more back to, you know, the world of Child's Play 1, 2, and 3, kind of darker with Curse and Cole of Chucky. Right. But then the remake of Child's Play with Aubrey Plaza is like a completely different monster, you know? Yeah. And I guess they're, they won't be able to continue those movies because they only had rights to the name child's play and not the actual sequels. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, yeah. Like they were able to, Orion pictures was able to remake the original child's play, but they can't make sequels. Or I don't. I'm interested to see if they even do that because it was a successful remake. So I'm just. I'm wondering if they're ever gonna play on it and keep going. But if they do, they have to change the name because Whoa, they don't own rights weird. to the sequel properties. Universal mm, does. But I mean, and that's easy. I mean, we just call it Ch- Chucky Returns, or I don't know. I know. We'll see what they do with it. Um, one of the interesting things about this is that it takes place one month after Child's Play 3 but came out seven years later. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so, like, what's the importance of that? Yeah, like, why did they do that? Like, why... What was the significance of that? Like, just put it seven years in the future. I know. But they're, they're also... We're supposed to believe that 1991's Child's Play 3 took place in 1996 and that this is also 1996? I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember Child's Play 3 at all. Me either. It's the one that I watched the least. Yeah, I literally don't remember. So I'm like, whatever. It doesn't <laughs> bother me at all. No. Um, so the, obviously this movie came about because they were trying to rep... They thought it would be an interesting take to maybe do a Bride of Frankenstein yeah, with totally. Bride of Ch- with Chucky. Right. And I, th- and it, I think it's such a fun concept. It is super ridiculous of course but i think it works i think it i think the like idea of like a doll that comes to life which is, is sort of like a it's sort of similar to what frankenstein's about it's just a human doll you know it's like a sewn up you know <laughs> made a body b- made a body, body parts. parts yeah it's like a doll <laughs> you know yeah like, and so yeah i i definitely see the connection why they would be inspired by brighter frankenstein too um you know and especially in order to revamp the series, you know, how to make it fresh. Well, let's introduce a new doll. Yeah. Know? And let's give Chucky, Chucky, a, not only a girlfriend, but also let's make Chucky the star of the film, which is not as from what I remember. Yes. Is not the case <laughs> in the first three. He's technically, he's murdering these things, but the stories are about right. the, the human victims. characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's about right. them trying to escape the clutches of Chucky, and Chucky only has a few good moments and sure. maybe some one-liners, but nowhere near the capacity at which they do in this film. Right, this film puts Chucky front and center. You know, he yeah. is the lead of this film, as is our girl Tiffany, played yes. by Jennifer Tilly. Yes, think- this character was written for her, and basically <laughs> they, he had Jennifer Tilly in mind. And so no one else could have played this character, even though 
um, Gina Gershon was also in the running. But Right. And I was thinking about it. I was like, she would also be great. But it, I don't know. I, I love Jennifer Tilly's voice. It's so it's iconic. iconic. It's iconic. iconic. She has that, that like weird kind of scratchy high pitched voice. And it's it's perfect. It just works perfectly because it's distinctive. And I'm sure Gina Gershon would have been great. And I think she would have looked great as human Tiffany. Um, oh yeah, totally. But I mean, I don't know. This is this is Jennifer's role, role. you know, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And, it's, and um, you know, this character is so campy and fun. Um, uh, it's so what I didn't. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. It's been about 15 years, maybe, since I've seen. Um, oh my Bride god, that's crazy. Yeah. And so rewatching it, I didn't realize that she was a murderer. As I thought she became a murderer once she became a doll. I didn't oh, realize it within okay. the first like couple minutes. Oh, she's already murdered somebody. And I was like, whoa. I was like, yeah. this is. So this is already taking me for a, a fucking loop because I didn't remember it at oh, all. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's but I remember it, But it's weird. But I remembered all the kills. I remembered, I remembered the, the shards of glass from the mirror. I remembered... The um the, the whole end, the ending sequence um I didn't oh yeah uh, I and I remembered the uh the Alexis Arquette death because that's always traumatized oh. me traumatized yeah, me it's scary getting his lip piercing ripped out my, oh ooh. and it, oh, the prosthetics God. are so well done in that scene too I'm like yeah Ow. oh my God it looks horrendous yeah I think that was a really clever way to give him a bride because of course she would be a homicidal maniac but also because you're putting Chucky at the forefront you're learning something new about his history because all we know about him from the previous films is that he was a serial killer but we don't know to the extent of which you know what his life was like as Charles Lee Ray before he transitioned into a doll so it's kind of like well he had a girlfriend and her name was Tiffany Valentine (laughs) yeah and she's this white trash trailer park girl who I know who obviously I, I think has she must have incredibly low self-esteem she sort of fits the profile of yes. those girls who who are with maybe abusive men and right. who just sort of keep coming back yeah and, and she's a hopeless um, romantic she'll do anything yeah, she, for love and anything for Chucky and she wants nothing more than to just be married and be like live a domestic life even though that's obviously never going to happen for somebody like her who's also <laughs> fascinated with murder and yeah she's yeah, like, a psycho yeah she's also a psycho which is kind of funny and it's like they're sort of birds of a of a feather and you know she even and, try and even in chucky's absence she tries to uh have a boyfriend but she's just not satisfied because he doesn't kill chucky. people yeah, she's a sucker for Chucky because she even she she's a little rough with um, Damien, you know, because he's not the killer that she wants him to be. So she she's he's nothing to her. So it's almost like it's a weird. She has a weird psych psyche. Like Psychosis. I don't really under, yeah, I don't really understand like why she's a glutton for punishment, but she'll you know she, pro- I don't she know. probably she weird. probably has some sort of childhood trauma. She's tra- right. she's like she's like grown up around really trashy people. Obviously, she lives. I mean, I'm sure she probably has lived in the trailer park her entire life, and yeah. she's dated a murderer. I don't know. She just, <laughs> you know, she just sort of fits the bill. Yeah. I would say. 
I think she and Chucky go very well together. Oh yeah, they they like I said, they're birds of a feather. They birds. They definitely yeah. deserve each other. I but uh, to be honest, most of the film, like towards the end of the film, I start feeling really bad for Tiffany. Yeah, <laughs> because obviously she's not treated um, like the uh, the delicate the flower she is. <laughs> that she is. <laughs> um, so. Um, some of the other themes one of the things that I really like about this movie not to move mm. on from Tiffany but um, is that the bride part of Bride of Chucky is not incidental like the theme of like love and marriage is you know really prevalent in this movie throughout the whole movie yeah right and and it really is about a, about relationships and marriage and um, it's honestly a romance it really is it is because you so, also have the Jade and Jesse storyline, right? So yeah, so Jade and Jesse that are sort of human teenage heroes, I would say. I guess <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> they sort of represent. The, they're like the foils to to Chucky and Tiffany. They are yes. They are like hopelessly in love, and you know they're good kids, even though they, and they're sort of stuck in this forbidden. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just the epitome of young, stupid, passionate love, which is honestly not the case for Chucky and Tiffany. (laughs) You know, Tiffany obviously has a lot of attachment to Chucky, but he's not really into like I think he's into Tiffany, but I don't think he like loves Tiffany. No, I think he's had plenty of good times with her. He kind of right. likes that she gets off on the kills too, but right. that's about right. It. It's but all and and the, level. and the only reason that they're really together is because she kind of pressures him into to being with her and like marrying or like you know whatever marrying or getting yeah. engaged as dolls as far as dolls can do. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is the polar opposite because Jesse and J- yeah Jade are so in love with each other. And I thought that was a really clever way to bring this story to life is to have those storylines juxtaposed and yeah. and still sort of involve them in the story. Like they need to get these dolls to the amulet so they can transfer their bodies. I mean, their souls into the bodies of Jade and Jesse. And yeah. um, that would, that that's a clever way to, to keep the theme going of totally. love and romance. One of the main like conflicts is this is that there's like a sort of a competition between Chucky and Tiffany and Jesse and, and Jade and that yeah. that they that they sort of see them as like they're sort of like the couple that they that Tiffany wants to be yes you know and even going so far as to like wanting to inhabit their bodies yeah, you know, but and, I but, think in it, Tiffany's mind, she's thinking that's going to solve it. Like, right, exactly. If we can get back into human form, and we'll be together. Forever. Right, and, right. But then it's so funny that so like they're they want to become them, and then Jesse and Jade are sort of inadvertently becoming Chucky and Tiffany to the public when they're yes. sort of accused of committing all the crimes uh, that Chucky and yeah. Tiffany are are um, are doing. They're you know, murdering all these people, yeah, but they're Jesse on the and run. Jade are, are, are being blamed for it because obviously nobody suspects two dolls for murdering people. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I just think that's really, I think that's really interesting. And then um, I really like that 
like it really it just really shows how fragile Chucky and Tiffany's relationship is is that you know Jade and Jesse are able to to manipulate Chucky and Tiffany against each other yes and that's you know and that the whole sort of third act um is about starting that, with the you know? RV yeah yeah starting with the RV scene where they sort of mentally manipulate them against each other and it goes so far so that to Tiffany and Chucky, Chucky having a fucking all out brawl with some shovels and <laughs> you know <laughs> so so, so well done so yeah so hilarious and um you know and, and that's when I start feeling really bad for Tiffany because I know because even though she's like a psychotic murderer I'm like but she, yeah. just, she just she just wants she just to wants be loved. loved she wants yeah. love and she wants to be respected and she, and she thought she was there you know they had a romantic night together having sex next to the bodies of their victims <laughs> and, <Yes>. and <laughs> which is so cringy but I, I, I'm like was it necessary I mean, why not? You know, I no, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, why? I know that scene is so weird. It's like, so weird. You <laughs> almost feel bad for watching it. Like, it's like, what am I watching? What am I watching? But why then did... again, it's like, uh, who didn't make their Barbies have sex? Oh, totally. You spread their <laughs> spread their little legs, and you just all the way behind scissor. their ears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you just pound their plastic <laughs> groins together. <laughs> You're like, yes, this, this is what yeah, sex this is. Yeah, this is an unfamiliar concept. Oh, no, but, totally. um, the The fact that they're, like, anatomically correct, I'm like, really? You guys are nasty. Yeah. Because the more, yeah, I think they kind of explain that throughout the series, is that, like, the more he's in Chucky, the doll, the more he becomes him. Like, you open the doll, and then he has, like, a beating heart at some point right. in the Right, well, I mean, uh, you can see it in this movie when they... <laughs> When they transform into the dolls, even their eyes, like their eyes become like real people eyes. And that is actually kind of freaky. They have tongues. They they do have tongues. And I noticed that the the face of the doll that Tiffany goes into completely changes once she is in the doll. I was like, does she get... It's kind of like in Annabelle where like the more, the darker the storyline gets, the more Annabelle's face. (laughs) Yeah gets like thank god no absolutely no but like yeah like as soon as tiffany gets in all of a sudden her lips just like full-on fillers she's <laughs> full-on plump ass lips i was like that doll before her had some thin ass you know pre kylie jenner lips and now she's post kylie jenner lips once she turns into right. tiffany i know i think the puppet you know the puppeteering and the artistry of the animatronics is absolutely stellar in it's, this movie yeah but there's also some moments where i was like wow this looks hilariously bad but i'm like is it i mean in 1998 like <laughs> what, what can you do but but then i was like watching the behind the scenes stuff about how they yeah. did it i was like this is actually so impressive when they wear those like head things yeah. and the f- doll's face moves with their expressions it's yeah, kind totally. of like uh, the memoji <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but like, like a, a robot yeah totally yeah no. i think they're super impressive there are some moments where some moments uh, like after where... she punches him yes. her face kind of like drops character and i'm like uh-oh <laughs> yeah i mean but, but... I mean, but do you know what? At least in, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much they had at their disposal, but I'm just happy that they weren't CGI completely. Oh, that they gosh. didn't try some shitty 90s CGI and that they, like, yeah. kept it practical. Totally. And those, you know, because it, it's kind of magic when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, 
And they, the way they, I mean, obviously this movie is hyper stylized, but just the thought that went into like how Tiffany was going to look and how she starts and where she ends up. And because yeah. we already had Chucky and Chucky's kind of changed. His look has sort of changed throughout the sequels. But right. I would have to say that Bride of Chucky, when Tiffany puts him back, Frankenstein's him back together, he is, this is his most iconic look. Oh yeah. With like this. The tearing and the and like and the, the stitching. staples, and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. and he's he's never look. he's never looked better than in this and Seed of Chucky. Right, and the yeah, other he, ones, he, like the newer ones and the older ones, he's kind of like too so, sweet based. So, and, so yeah. clean, he's so clean cut. But this is like the gritty, evil looking Chucky. Like this is, I mean, it's still hilariously cartoonish, but like yes, it at least attempts to look scary. Yeah, which I guess, yeah, which I guess maybe in the first you know whatever like the clean cut Chucky is supposed to play on that like they look sweet but behind their sweet smiles they're actually crazy kind of thing like I understand yeah. that too. but I think as the fourth movie in a franchise like we get it the doll's fucking evil make yeah, him look evil so just make him look evil I think I love Chucky like this this is like how I want my Chucky and this is my favorite installment of the Chucky anything the remake yeah. all the whole franchise this is the totally. best one this isn't my favorite franchise by any means but I feel like if no. I had to pick one it'd probably be this one because it's I don't know it's funny it's campy it's fun it's ridiculous and do you know what it's actually like the kills are actually pretty fun I would say the kills are fun which ones are your favorites okay so my favorite is the honeymoon suite Kill. Yeah, that's it's such a so that's what, good. That one is one and of the ones that never left my mind, you know, in 15 yes. years. It's so well done. And I, I love, you know, these. Uh, Tiffany's a sucker for love. So she wants to kill these people because they're trying to, you know, steal the money of Jade and Jesse. So she <laughs> right. goes into the honeymoon suite. And I just love that she has that champagne bottle. Like it, it all <laughs> plays into that. Still that romantic look. Sure, you know? honeymoon, she has, like, a honeymoon, the wedding night. Bottle. And then they notice her in the mirror, and she's just like... <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and then she throws the bottle up, and the shards of glass just come plummeting down into their bodies and yeah. into the water bed. Which is, and there's which just is so over-the-top and dramatic. But it's, it's so dramatic. There's like like this fountain of yeah. water and blood. It looks like oh Jaws, maybe. That's like... Oh, my gosh. It is so 90s of this movie. It's like, in the 90s, there was such a thing about, like, more is more. And that's why there are so many explosions in this movie. <laughs> Like, oh my god cars just yes. explode left and right i was like oh the, my god this is hilarious the the gay character dave david david he was such a such, such a waste of a gay character such a I throwaway know. well but, but i mean his, yeah. his death scene with the truck and the yeah i know. also remember that scene like i'm telling you for some reason i remember the death scenes but yeah that one almost freaked me mm-hmm. out too where he walked in the middle of the freeway and then just i was like, like Poof. Poof. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and just you know, it just I got turned hamburger, just boom. I know. I think, but I think I would say that the honeymoon suite is the most iconic. But is there another one? Um. Well, I do. There's like another, you know, another horror movie reference when Kincaid dies with all the oh, nails yeah. on his face because he's Hell looks like, like yeah, it looks like Pinhead. And, yeah, and they and I think even Chuck has a line where he's like, "Why does this guy look familiar?" Yeah. or something like that. Why does you know? that look so familiar? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Tiffany's death scene. Oh my god, the, the human Tiffany. Oh, with the electrocution. With the, yeah, which I guess was a, a, a cut 
part of the script from the first one. That's how the babysitter, which is Chucky's first kill on screen, was going to die, was in the bathtub being electrocuted by a radio or something. And this one, it's she's watching Bride of Frankenstein. And I love that. It's, it's like the flashy electrocution and the bubbles. Also, and- also, like, what kind of mobile home does she live in that has a bathtub and like a clawfoot bathtub? A clawfoot deep soaking bathtub. Yeah, I was like, shit, what kind of bougie oh, ass I, I love trailer, that trailer trash is she? I would love to live in that trailer. Oh, absolutely. Who wouldn't? And, it, and it, we would all, we'd all be lucky to live in that trailer. I love I, I love that. It's it's how I picture Nancy from the craft upgraded <laughs> her, her mobile home if she had never yeah. received the inheritance. Yes, totally. Um, <laughs> what are some of your favorite moments from this movie? Okay, so aside from the death scene of the honeymoon suite, because I, I really love that scene. I think it's just spectacular. Yeah. Um, I love the transformation of Tiffany into the doll, like him oh, putting yeah. her in there, and she realizes that she's in this doll's body and her reaction and her <laughs> voice, and and then she goes for the full makeover, and they show her little nails being painted. Yes. <laughs> It's so cute. It's like really cute scene. It's totally With cute. Call, Call Me by Blondie's playing yes. in the background. And then she finishes it by smoking a cigarette. And Barbie, eat your heart out. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I, oh, God. It's like, that's fucking gay shit right there. The best yeah. kind of gay movie. I'm like, Whoa. yeah, that's something that I would write into the yeah. movie. <laughs> I, love, I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, one of my favorite parts. <laughs> this is just a random small part. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, Tiffany's still figuring out how to be a doll at some point. And, you know, somebody's coming into the... Oh, when Jesse's coming (laughs) into the trailer and he's like, act natural. And then you see Chucky and you see Tiffany. And she's like, has her hands (laughs) dramatically on her forehead. (laughs) That part kills me. I was like, oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. And then the um, RV scene. I love when... You know the arguments going on, and then they Jesse and Jay take advantage, and Jay kicks her into the oh, yeah. into the the oven, and she. Burns oh yeah, up we haven't even talked her... about the fact that Catherine Heigl is in this movie. I know, but for what? For what? I, she she contributed. Julia Stiles was the original Jade, and then again, she decided who, to who cares about her? I hate about you. I, I also I'm like, was Danielle Harris not available? Because I would have loved <laughs> to see her take you, on Chucky. You want her in everything. I do want her in everything. I, I, wrote, I literally wrote in my notes, Danielle Harris instead of Captain Heigl. Great. I, I mean, why not? <laughs> that character is like, Jade and Jesse are just like two dopey white teenagers. Like, who cares who yeah. plays them? Even though They like, don't I, really add much to the story. Right. They're just sort of pawns to the sure, they, they're, plot. Yeah, they're devices for the plot. As in the char- Even the actor that played Jesse, who's super hot, but also... Super hot. But also like... Obviously, obviously no no star power because I was like looking at his resume. I'm like, where this guy fell off the face of the earth? Yeah, literally his face and body. I think got him this part. Right, and yeah, and he plays like stupid and hot well enough. And I was like, okay, great, whatever. Probably cheap, (laughs) probably cheap labor, you know. So one of the um, obviously the the best things about this movie are some of the quotes. Do you have any of yours written down? <laughs> yes, my favorite one. <laughs> I like laughed out loud when poor burnt up Tiffany is walk uh, when they're doing the trade off the tw- of Jaden and Tiffany, and <laughs> and she's like hobbling over to Chuck and she goes. 
catch me, Chucky. And then she falls. <laughs> <laughs> and he just lets her fall on the ground. I was like, that's so savage. I like, <laughs> laughed out loud. It was so funny. I know. Mine is in that same scene. One of mine is in that same scene when he's when he has the knife in her and she's like, My mother always told me love would set me free. And he goes, Get off my knife and he pushes her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, but that that line is so heartbreaking because It she, is. Because she I don't know, I think she just thought that being in love would save her from her, you know, dark trailer trash life. Yeah. And, you know, for some reason, she set her sights on Chucky, and he just stabs her in the heart every time. Apparently, when they were in the commentary of this movie, they talk about Brad Dorif and Jennifer Tilly actually crying during while re- reciting their lines for the <laughs> final. Because laughing? they thought it was so heart-touching. No, they thought it was, like, so touching. Yeah, I mean, And so she is... was actually crying. But I'm like, okay, sure. All right, Yeah dramatic <laughs> and or when when she brings him back to life and she's like i found the ring and he's like and she's he's like what ring and then she's like you mean you weren't gonna propose to me and he's like what are you fucking nuts <laughs> <laughs> oh i like what she's like um when human tiffany is outside talking to uh to jesse and she's trying to um get him to what did she say? i think she's like oh she tells him that she's babysitting because he's hearing noises from her from her trailer and he's she's like um she's like oh i'm just babysitting and then you hear chucky yell tiffany where the fuck are you and she goes foul mouth little fucker (laughs) (laughs) there's so many good lines where they feed off of each other there's like not one good quote it's like the conversation between the two of them i love when she's like making swedish meatballs making (laughs) cookies (laughs) yeah what would martha stewart say Yes, I love it. And honestly, one of my favorite parts is when um, Jesse's running with Tiffany, holding her by the hair, and just the noises that she's making. She's like, "Ah." (laughs) and she's like, (laughs) she's like all burnt up, and he's like holding her by her like frazzled, bleach, burnt up hair. Oh my god, I know. That is so funny. Those little those the little touches of vocals. Like even when Chucky's like going in to kill her in the bathtub and he's his face is pressed against the shower curtain and he's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he doing that? They're so But weird. honestly, one of my favorite things that I feel guilty about I feel guilty when I laugh at it, but it's when he's using that word machine. It's all spell. Woman. Oh, yes. And it's all B, I, D, C, H. Yeah, I was like, like, oh my God, Chucky's such a misogynist. I know. And what then the pig. machine goes, that is not how you spell woman. He's like, shows how much you know. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Oh so, um, so let's talk about the very last scene. Absolutely ridiculous. And I can't so believe ridiculous. that they had. They had that the doll aud- give birth to a doll baby. The audacity. I mean, already the making audacity. them having sex was a stretch. Right. And, and then the- just this monster plowing out of this doll's coochie. <laughs> also, do they they don't have they don't abide by other human laws like the baby didn't take nine months to come out and took No, nine hours. Nine yeah, nine hours, then all of a sudden. A baby shot out her hoo-ha. Like. <laughs> I know. 
Oh my god, and it's awful. The ugly little, the ugliest little thing. Kind of reminds me of the alien, like the the alien from oh. Alien. You know what I'm talking about? Or the th- or the thing, the thing. It kind of oh, reminds me of the yeah. thing. Kind of like yeah, that too. A little bit. Yeah. Or it's like ugly. there there's like this older there's like an older horror film called I think it's called It's Alive, which is a movie about oh. a killer baby and that my dad yes. still still to uh. this day says it's the reason why he can't watch horror movies cuz he hates, oh. he hates like scary children and he always says it's because he had two of his own. <laughs> and even if the movie has no scary children, there's nothing about the plot having to do with scary children. He's like, "Nope. I'm not going to see it." scary children my dad there are no scary children in um you know this movie nope scary children i'm not going i'm like okay yeah but anyway i think that baby so you get your drama from him literally yeah absolutely the ridiculousness that they even put that in in the ending of this movie but then to make an entire movie about this child yeah i'm again which i don't think I, i don't think i've ever actually seen it and I know there's like some weird things about him not he's like genderless. Yes. Which, Which honestly is uh, it opens is that, is, I don't know, it's like is that progressive? I haven't seen it. I need to watch doors. it. I wouldn't say it's like, you know, or is it totally progressive? No, not uh, uh, okay, I wouldn't say not at all because Chucky has some kind of like degrading lines um you know, because he's an asshole. Right. But um but Tiffany's super accepting of, you know, whatever this kid wants to be, she's fully, you know, for it. And she lets him dress uh. however he wants and, you know, or she wants or they want. Um, mother of the year. <laughs> mother of the year, literally. And then um, actually, so at the end of Seed of Chucky, since you've never seen it, and honestly, I, 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 would, I wouldn't can, say go and flock. You can but, um, I don't care. Okay, perfect. So, um I'm sure you've seen it because I Tiffany feel like comes I across the actress Jennifer Tilly. Oh yeah, I remember Jennifer Tilly saying because it. they're making a movie about Chucky and Tiffany because everybody knows they're killer dolls because everyone's right. seen it for their own two eyes, and so they're making a movie about it. And Jennifer Tilly plays Tiffany in the movie, right. and so she transfers her soul into Jennifer Tilly at the end of the movie, and uh, the seed of Chucky, the the child, um, gets split in between two twins, and one's a boy and one's a girl. Huh. It's weird. That is super. It's weird. weird. It's kind of it's 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 a little stupid, but it does have some interesting points as far as gender is concerned because they let the child fully embrace this new way it's of like non-binary you know, sort of right. Okay. This non-binary sort of yeah, it kind of represents like all the colors of the rainbow in that one. So right, all right, work. Yeah. Great. You better work. <laughs> you better work. Isn't, isn't, <laughs> isn't their name Glenn? Glenn or Glenda. Glenn or Glenda, which is, yeah. I think, a reference to that Ed Wood film. That has to be. Oh, duh. Yeah. There's it a, totally has to an, be. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Of course. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that, that part of it, them having a child, is such a weird thing to add to the mythology. I know. Um, just like just like the heart of Dumbala, like the, their whole sir, their whole adventure in this movie is to revolve around getting this damn amulet. Which I'm like, did you really need that? Because you were attempting <laughs> to do this before you had it. So yeah, seriously. I don't know. Also, I'm not this. gonna lie. I 100% remember looking at Borders for Voodoo for Dummies. I was like, no. I was like, it has to be a real book. She read it in Bride of Chucky, 
And I never <laughs> found Voodoo for Dummies when I was at Borders or Barnes & Noble. But I definitely looked for a long time. For like maybe a few years after I saw this movie. I'm like, Voodoo for wow. Dummies! Jake, everybody, <laughs> have you, everybody needs to hear this. Can you believe that you were really searching for that book? <laughs> I was. I was like, oh my god, I want to read Voodoo for Dummies. That sounds so crazy. I honestly have only one thing to say to you about that, and it's a quote from the movie Precious, where Monique tells the daughter, you're a dummy, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, I think that we... Yeah, what what if, think we, of a witty. We, uh, I think that we married this and then killed it. I don't know. Fucked it and then killed yeah, it. Yeah, we fucked, we fucked, married, killed this movie. Fuck yeah. I love it. All right. Well, um. <laughs> well, in true fear, the talking queer is a fashion. Sweet screams, bitch. Bye.